Hey, what's up, little boomers? Welcome into episode 100 of the podcast. Before we get going, got to talk about our awesome sponsor, High Bank Distillery, located in Grandview off Goodale near the yard. High Bank is a spacious, full-service bar, restaurant, and gaming a- area, open seven days a week. Come in for great service, creative twist on your favorite food and drinks. Drink local, drink High Bank, proud partners with the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Also, if you're going to any games at the Schwide, a.k.a. Nationwide Arena, or away games, concerts, whatever, make sure you go to SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek mobile app. Use our code CBJ. You get $20 off your first-time purchase with SeatGeek. Episode 100, let's do this. Episode number one hundo, baby. We did it. I don't know what we did, but we did it. Did you start it. already? Yeah, I started. <laughs> <laughs> you got a point, man. I, I just I want to catch you. I wanted guard. to come in with something. You okay. He was staring right into your eyes. I thought maybe you would figure that out. No, it's fine. <laughs> Episode one hundred. Episode one hundred. We're Let's here. Go. We did it. We got Elaine Shercliffe yeah, here. That's Cleveland not Warren's Monsters. voice that you're hearing. It is not. <laughs> Close. Actually, Warren just went through puberty. He he's going so through. he's going backwards. He is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is the Benjamin Buttons effect. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Kyle, you can introduce our, our guest today. Yes, our guest today on our one hundredth episode. You must be so honored. I, I mean, am. this is big I time. Feel really excited. Make sure you make sure you eat the microphone, remember. <laughs> You can bring the microphone to your face, well, too. I just, I feel like, I don't want to make out with the microphone. That's well, no, that's okay. No, you're good. Uh, anyways, Cleveland Monsters beat reporter Elaine Shercliffe joins us today. Talk some AHL, seeing who we may or may not be seeing in the next, in the weeks to come uh, in Columbus. Yeah, so we're, we'll get into monster stuff later. Um, but yeah, episode 100. Thanks, little boomers, for listening and putting up with us for 100 episodes. It's been... It's been a ride. I've been here. This is my 49th episode. It feels um, like just yesterday. It feels like just I asked yesterday. you to come on the podcast. It's, you know, ever since I joined, we've gained like 4,000 followers on Twitter. Uh, don't get too big of a head there. <laughs> that would have happened naturally. Our, streams, right. our streams are through the roof. <laughs> through the the playoffs mean, really help that. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. Thanks, Kyle. Thanks for uh, making the artillery. Just kidding. I'm yeah. just kidding. Uh, no, it's been, a, been fun. Um, I don't really know what to say, though. <laughs> I have no thoughts. We're going to keep going. We're going to keep going. That was a really great speech. Thank you. <laughs> that's, Here's to... That's my speech. That's all I have to say. Here's to 100 more. Sure. Let's just get to maybe like 120. 169. We'll yes. You should stop at 69, 69. That's 6,969. That's a lot of... <laughs> the Blue Jackets have a lot of blue jacketing to do. They do. That's true. I mean, they're, they're never going to go anywhere. Never. So... We're, I mean, that, that's probably going to put me at like 50 years old, maybe. I can't do the math on that. That's probably <laughs> way... I'm probably going to be 80 years old by the time we do You'll probably just be dead. Probably. Yep. I will pass this on to, to my legacy. To your children? Yes. To your children. My, my children that I'm going to name Boomer. Oh, boy. Boomer and Nash. <laughs> Boomer Mills. Those, those will be my children's Boomer names. Boomer and Nash. Yes. That sounds so that country. Sounds like <laughs> <laughs> Boomer and Nash. <laughs> Some my name's Boomer Mills. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. I love it. It sounds I, like some I wanted to be country because I mean, hell, 
Cheesy. I'm, I'm a NASCAR country loving person. Oh so. Jesus! Turn drive Speaking past of NASCAR. Talladega's today. Let's go, baby. Who cares? I'm sorry, I can't get behind that. That's fine. Yeah, you're not alone. <laughs> we get we make fun of him all the time for my it. mom fun. and her family. They love it. I mean, they're from Western Ohio, so yeah. they like eat, sleep, and breathe NASCAR. Oh, really? D&D. Yeah. My family also is from Western Ohio, and they all go to Eldora all the time. Uh, I go to Eldora all the time. Are they from Dunkirk? No, but <laughs> close. I've seen They're from movie. Greenville. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Dunkirk happened in Ohio. Um. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> all right, I'm done here. Yeah. Uh, you got any news or and or notes? No news or notes, but the Blue Jackets uh, knocked off the undefeated Hurricanes last night, and it was a beautiful sight to see. We are 2-0 against undefeated teams. I mean... We only play well against the best, hence the sweep. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that that may I mean we yeah, we swept Tampa Bay last year. Right. Unless it's a metro team and then we just then we poop our pants. That's we lose well, seven to two. Yeah. We could just get rid of the metro. <laughs> I mean, hey, speaking of the metro though, uh granted they did win yesterday, the Penguins. They're hella beat up right now though. Oh yeah, like, man. They, they have injuries after injuries after injuries. They are uh, this might be the year they don't make the playoffs. I don't know. <laughs> you predict them to make the playoffs, so... So they're not going to make it, because <laughs> the past two years I predicted them not to make it, and they made it. They're probably really missing hot dog Phil right now. Right. Maybe. I mean, who wouldn't? Arizona's probably loving it. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> 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 uh, anyways. Uh, yeah, so Jackets, I... We all predicted the Jackets to lose that game last podcast. Damn. I Maybe predicted, we just keep I predicting think I, losses. I know, right? I think I predicted five to two. I want to say you said Warren said like seven to one. Yeah, what? Loss. Warren just goes big. Or, he does, or it doesn't come on. It's That's true. One it's one of the two. He just drops bombs and walks away and doesn't come on for an episode every Sunday. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's it was good. It was I, I was very impressed with the team. I think Corpy's finally settling in, and seems like it. He's he's our guy. Let me give some stats for you really quick. So. Uh, I found this on Twitter. This is from a fa- uh, friend of the pod, the CBJ haters. They tweeted this out. I love that. If you don't follow this account, you should. They're the alter ego of the CBJ artillery, and we have no idea who they are. Um, who are you? Literally in their bio. <laughs> Please tell us. So Corpy right now is... I thought it was Rick Nash. <laughs> it is. That's right. It is Rick Nash. I forgot about that. Uh, so Corpy is 2-2-0 two, two, and oh on the season, and Bobrovsky is 1-2-1 one, and one on the season. I uh, love to hear it. Uh Corpy's goals against average, 2.75. Bobrovsky's goals against average, 3.87. What? <laughs> Corpy's save percentage, 0.892. Bobrovsky's, 0.882. So not too far off there. But here's the kicker. Corpy's contract, one year, 1.1 million. Bobrovsky's, seven years, 70 million. Corpy, 25 years old. Bob, 31 years 10 old. $10 million a year to give up four goals a game. I'm here Good for luck, it, baby. Florida. <laughs> he came down there to win a cup. I love it. I y'all, love it. y'all worried about our goaltending situation. The, the national media worried about our goaltending situation. The, the local bloggers and radio personalities say we're going to suck this year, but I ain't worried. No, oh, you shouldn't be. I, I ain't I worried. Corpy's good. If you take last night as a sign, which I – do they played toe to toe with an undefeated team uh, the entire game? They they didn't have to come back. They were in control. It seemed like most of the game, um, except for the one you know we scored and then they scored twenty seven seconds later. But Which still, is, I mean that's that's just what it Blue Jackets do. Well, and that just happens in hockey in general. Right, like it's such a fast paced game. You could be 
as I saw last year with the Monsters, you could be up 5-0 going into the third period, and you can lose 6-5. So <laughs> we've, wow. we've, we've had some doozies in Blue Jackets history. Right. Like, so I remember happens. one, we played the Flyers. Maybe this was like, I don't know, five, six, seven years ago. Maybe se- probably around seven. And we were, we were up like 4 nothing. Going into the third. Oh, yeah. And, like, we ended up losing it five to four, like, in, with minutes, like, seconds left on the clock. It was, I threw things at, at, my, at my dog. <laughs> Not really. I didn't do that. <laughs> I was going to say, we're going to have a talk there, sir. I'm just kidding. I love doggies. I would never do that. You better not. I, didn't, I don't even have a dog. Oh. So. <laughs> that's, that's, I knew that. Yeah. I know, right? I knew that. I figured you did. Did you? I did. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, uh, last night, no, was was <laughs> nervous. I was nervous the entire game because, you know, hockey's going to hockey. And uh, at any point in time, the Hurricanes just could have taken over, um, as they're known to do. They're 5-0 and on the season, baby. 5-1. and one. <laughs> Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> Let's go, baby. But, yeah, no, I was, I was very impressed with the play last night. Corpy looked good. It looks like he's getting settled in. Um, I... I firmly believe that the more playing time he gets, the better he will get. Uh, oh, yeah. he, he showed it to us last year when Bob had his meltdown halfway through the year. Um, he started 15 games mm-hmm. or eight games and got better every game. And he's For doing sure. that now. That's no. because he's not a backup goalie. I mean, we saw it, I saw it from the Monsters. He's just not a backup goalie. He can't just sit and then get up and shake the rust off. A true backup goalie like Curtis McElhinney can do that, but he can't. So last season, it was just so bad for him to sit so much yeah. during during the first half. And I think, I mean, people were all in for Elvis, but they didn't take into account, like, the ice size and how quick the game is here compared to, I mean, it is fast overseas, and granted, he saw NHL, former NHLers over there, but it's still, it's not the same, especially since the team he was on had really good defense. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he had, I mean, he, I know he won a couple of championships over there. He won uh, Latvian Player of the Year one year. Um, overall, not just for attendees, for the entire league, yeah, he won overall. Player yep. of the Year, which is, in, which is really good for a goalie. I mean, it's right. usually a forward that's going to get that because they're the ones that score. Yeah, no, for sure. There, yeah, there was so much hype around Elvis, and obviously we still have not seen what he can truly do. That Penguins game was... It was, yeah. There were so many things that went wrong, and <laughs> the thing, I said this on the Canon... Uh, podcast and I took a lot of crap for it but the Penguins are just a team that's I really hate saying this but they're consistently good and if someone goes down there's always someone to replace them because they know that could be yeah they know it could be their only time to show that they can do better than Brian Rust or or Malkin so yeah I mean especially like when you're in Pittsburgh I feel like it's almost like what the Buckeyes would be here you know what I mean? Like, there's it's just a next man up mentality, and if you once you get your opportunity, you better damn take advantage of it because right. you're in a big ass hockey market. And unfortunately, Columbus is not yet that, but you know we're getting there slowly. I Let's don't want to have in. that conversation, but that we're not talking. <laughs> we're not talking about Pittsburgh. Screw Pittsburgh. <laughs> right. I don't want to talking about Elvis and how that was a <laughs> shitty game, and we only saw one game from him. And I still, obviously, we're going to see more of him. And right. I think he's it's only uphill from that first start. And he has the confidence, which he, he doesn't does. have Mace face, which yeah. is fine. I mean, if Mason had stayed at um, mono form for the year he won the Calder, and if he kept that, all yeah. of his, he would have been fine. But he just, every time he got scored on, he would feel bad about himself. Elvis is like, well, 
<laughs> We're going to get oh, that well. one back, I guess. <laughs> I noticed something in Elvis um, after that Penguins game when he was interviewed. He blamed all seven of those goals on himself. As he should. Even and though they weren't all him, but he's the last line. Before. He is. He's the last, I, he's the last I, line. Like Jordan said, I think five of those were his fault. Soft yeah. goals. Um, just like easy wristers that he just let in between his pads. Uh, there was like two of those, I think. No. Well, there was one he just kind of watched go in because uh-huh. he was like, oh, it's stopping. Nope. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, it's not. not. Not a good look, buddy. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, which he'll learn. You know, he's 25, um, so he's still young for a goaltender. He still has a lot of years here. Um, I I don't know. It's it's hard to tell from the one game that it he is. played. We, yeah, we got to see him play more to make that judgment. But I am on the Corpy train right Corpy, now. Yeah. Corpy is our guy, no doubt about it. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's settling in, and I said this a couple podcasts ago. Uh, people were hopping off the Corpy train after game one, as they do on Twitter. And Yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> dude, let these people acclimate into – uh, this kind of this new way of playing because we lost these a lot of a, a lot of talent and we're bringing in a lot of young guys five young guys that I can count that just need to get used to playing at this NHL level acclimate to this core group and we're slowly but surely seeing that we're gonna be fine I it's mean, gonna be a roller coaster of a season because there's gonna be games that these young guys and this team just it ain't going to work. Right. And it's, they might be some ugly games. But overall, I think this team is going to be just fine. I mean, I have more confidence in a lot of the young guys than I do some of the veterans. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of getting to that point now. Like, yeah. I, these guys are getting older. And, you know. I, you say that, but the oldest guy on our team, Nick Felino, our captain, has looked prior as what him um, – I think he'd probably be up top two on the team right now in production. He looks phenomenal. He's grinding. He's he's Felino. He's what he it's it is what it is. Now just everybody else needs to follow suit. Yeah. And um, in, in five games, Pierre Luc Dubois and Felino, uh, they have three points. They're at, they're at the top of the the echelon for the team right now. You want to guess who has who's currently tied with them though with three points? Um, Riley Nash. Winberg. Winberg. Three assists, baby. Does he have three assists? <laughs> he got two <laughs> points last night, assists. right? Yeah, he got. Yeah. I think he had two points. Like, tell me, what, what did I say? I think I said forty points this year for one. You Wenberg. said fifteen goals. Yeah, Let's fifteen just... goals, thirty-five assists. He's going to score them. I'm. I'm telling <laughs> you that Alex Wenberg would be the only C in the history of the NHL to get fifty points and them all be assists. Oh, <laughs> like, for sure. I could yeah. totally see that. <laughs> but he's getting fifteen goals. I don't care what y'all say. Yeah, I'll, he has as many assists as he has shots on goal, which is actually. That's good. I'll take it. Yeah, I'll take it. If you're going <laughs> to assist the goal, you... <laughs> and like I said, that not line... not like a weak assist, like a legit assist. These were these assists were not just like, oh, I haphazardly passed it and someone had to save it. It was like he saw the play coming. He's a great, yeah. he's great at building a play. And that's why he's... I think he's perfect. <laughs> that's why I think Winberg is perfect on that Texier and uh, uh, Borkstrand line. If he, if he centers that like he has been, I'm a fan of it. Yeah, although I, I know they've kind of yeah. they've kind of jumbled some things during the games, but I hate that. Consistently, I feel like the the past couple of games it's been that Winberg, Texier, Borkstrand, and if Winberg can center that line and dish that puck to those those young dudes, those guys are itching to be playmakers. So how about that Ryan Murray Nudavara pairing oh, last night? Oh God, that was that <laughs> that uh, pass from Murray across the goal face. Yeah, with Nudavara just had to touch it. It was such a sexy play. Oh, it was so good. <laughs> oh that's, that's what we call here at the Artillery Sexy Hockey. <laughs> right. It was seriously. <laughs> it we were, was so good. We were watching it on, like, we had the TV up during Monsters game, watching it on press row. 
And I just, I watched it three times and I yelled, I was like, that is so sexy. <laughs> and like all these people just turned and I was like, I mean, the, I just the said, goal? Like, you know, the <laughs> yeah, goal happening now. <laughs> yeah, Ryan Murray's coming into his own again. Um, now he's going to start playing well and then he'll get hurt again, as he does. Um, I hope just the more I say that, the more it doesn't actually happen. Would you stop saying it, Do though? Do you think he would get like hurt, though, because he was always trying to overcompensate for the bad pairings he's had in the past? I mean, he has had some fluke incidences as well. This isn't like a thing where he likes Dustin Penner was eating pancakes and pulled a muscle in his back kind of thing. <laughs> like this is oh. a <laughs> this is like Ryan Murray takes like a puck to the femur and <laughs> right. you don't even know where it's coming from. Yeah, I don't <clears throat> like what he had three points last night. No. No, he had two points. He had two assists last night. Maybe. Um plus three on the season now as a rating. I know a rating for a defenseman isn't the only stat you should look at. Um, I hate that. I hate it so much. It's <laughs> but for defenders, that's the main stat. Now there's and it shouldn't be. We have all of these. Okay, I'm gonna go off for a second. I'm you sorry. gotta talk into the mic. <laughs> I'm gonna go off for a <laughs> second. Um, we have all these fancy stats for forwards, but defenders are a huge part, often underrated part of a team. Yeah. Why we're not measuring how many hits they make how many um, shots they block, and how many times they make saves. Like you said, last, like Savard was in the net literally saving the puck. Yeah. So that's the measure of a true defender in my mind. Also, we need to measure how many times they turn over the puck. I'm surprised they don't measure that. It, it's ridiculous. I never really thought about it. There's not The turnovers is not a stat. Um, I, it's not one that's like regularly touted. It's not used as like... Hey, they're a bad defender because they turn over the puck all the time. Right, that's fair. That's used for forwards, though. Correct. Right. Yeah. Mostly. I don't. I agree. I agree with you one hundred percent. Shots, the the shots blocked, saves. I mean, they should have a save percentage. Like Savard should have a save percentage right now. <laughs> right, he would have like a one hundred percent save percentage. I mean, I guess I don't really know. If you're if your tendy's flailing out of the net and the defender's in the bl- blue circle and saves a puck, that should count for something. Yeah, All right. it counts. Yeah. As a, it counts oh, as sure. the shots right. blocked. So yeah, whatever. But um, the rating because when you, your rating is. <coughs> purely based off of how many goals were scored on you mm-hmm. or goals you scored while you're on the ice. Yeah. Defenders, it's very subjective. It is. It's it's not always defenders' faults that a goal goes in, but and their job they is get to off make the sure... Time. That's that's also true. <laughs> <They're>, all right, <laughs> you got me. No, you got me. You got me. I have nothing... Yeah, I, have not, <laughs> no, I, used to, I used to ride and die. I used to, like, on the plus-minus stat, and then I started working in youth hockey, and one of the parents was like, no, that kid is not good. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, he watch it. He'll turn the puck over and he'll race to the bench. The other team will score. His plus minus will go neither up nor oh, down. That's true. That's and I didn't, a very good point. I never noticed it before. And then I started watching it from the jacket standpoint. And that's when Wisniewski would do it to Jack Johnson. <laughs> James Wisniewski was a blue line turnover machine. <laughs> he was, but his plus minus wasn't awful. God, that dude, he, he overstayed his welcome. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, granted, sure. I... I appreciated the the time he was here, but the last couple of years of him being a blue jacket were a little rough. A little, yeah, a little rough. His Sounds like something Sonny dive. Milano does. Just <laughs> we'll get to that. Dumps it, turn, <laughs> dumps it, turns it over. That's the uh, the sole reason we have a lane here just, is to talk about and then Sonny Milano. The oh, oh, I gotta get off. Oh, I gotta stay here. I gotta stay in Columbus. My ratings uh, gotta stay good. I think we all can just agree 
on this final thing for this segment, Pierre-Luc Dubois is Good sexy. At hockey. Yes. Sexy hockey is what Pierre-Luc Dubois does. Yeah. Yes. And this dude is an absolute man-child. He's whatever. Yeah. Whatever. I still, I've never understood. I don't know what that means, but I don't know what it means either. <laughs> he's, he's got Some, balls as big as the arena. That's <laughs> absolutely <laughs> correct. No words of torch. He's got balls as big as the building. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm. A, I'm a, now. The dude, like these two goals this season, were freaking that, impressive. That backhander last night was. Oh, it was so good. He's he, the tendy didn't even yeah. know what ha- what happened. It's just no one ever sudden, does. It's crazy. As soon as that goal went in, I just dropped my pants. I, said, I saw you. I, was I got with some you. serious yeah. lady. I just wood. said, it was uh, yeah. just I just said, Pierre Dubois, have your way with me. That's oh just what I yes. Did. On the other end of that spectrum, <laughs> Cam, what is going on with Cam? I don't know. Every time I looked at the screen, I was like, "What is he doing?" My only thing with that is, it, for two years, he was used to playing with Panarin on that line. Yeah. So there might need to be some adjustments. Adjustments I there. Can see that. That's my only. That's I feel like that's my biggest thought. Because he, I mean, yeah, he has two goals this year. I mean, he still makes himself somewhat noticeable in plays, but he definitely hasn't been as noticeable as has Man, last night there were some plays that he had on the boards where he would have a defender behind him and he's just sitting there with the puck, not moving it. He's not moving the puck well. He's, it's like he's playing, lagging, playing behind everybody else when usually he's the one making the play. He's not doing that right now. It seems like he's slow with the puck. He's not sure how the play is developing right now. And he needs to figure it out because that's our guy. He'll figure it out. I'm, yeah. But there's one guy I'm not concerned about on this team is Cam Atkinson. Yeah, I genuinely enough. believe that that's he give it ten games. Out. Yeah, he'll he'll work it out. He's been around this league, been on this team for too long for, and he's too good not to figure it out. Right. So he's going to figure it out. Like, he's just critical enough of himself. Like he doesn't get inside his own head, but he is able to objectively look at himself and For see sure. what he's done wrong and fix it, which is why he is so good and That's it, why, he's, why it was so disappointing yeah. he didn't get recognized sooner. It took him so long. And it's hard to get recognized in Columbus, I feel like. It is. Because you know once I mean? you like, have that person, they just run with it. Like, they beat Rick Nash to the ground oh this yeah. year. Absolutely. But, all right, enough of that. Uh, so, Elaine, you cover the Monsters. Yes. Um, how long have you been doing that? Uh, this is my fourth season. Fourth year. I know it's been a while. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I was a f- fan. Well, I'm still a fan, but I was a fan of them since the, they've been around. Yeah. So when they were the Lake Erie Monsters. When they were the Lake Erie <laughs> Monsters. Yeah. yeah. When they were really bad. You lived up north for yeah, your um, whole life, right? Well, not my whole life. I grew up right outside of Chicago. We moved here when I was 11, so pretty much. Okay. My whole Did you life. grow up a Blackhawks fan? Am I allowed to answer that? I mean, <laughs> I'm just curious. You're allowed yes, to answer. Yes, I did. It. Well, yeah, you lived right yeah. next to Chicago. You should. I lived like yeah, right by the line. I'm okay. Get with, out. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fine. okay. I'm okay with people that if you live in that city, you grew up in that city, you were born in that city, to have ties back to that team. Oh yeah. Right. I can't stand people that are like, oh, my great grandparents were fans of the Penguins, but I've lived in Columbus my whole life. But so I feel about Yankees fans. Okay. So, oh, Yankees yeah. fans are the worst. The worst. They are absolutely the worst. There was a guy at the uh. bar last night. The Yankees game was on, but every TV at the bar was spoken for because yeah. everybody had requested something. <laughs> and they wanted the baseball game, but the bartenders told it was you. That and was me, Nicole. <laughs> you told them no because yeah. all these TVs have been we requested. Had, we did have three on the Blue Jackets and the game day and the game audio for Jackets. Right, and he was like, "But uh, you have like three of the same thing." He, I remember they're wh- spoken for. Right. I don't. I mean, I understand what he said, but people in Columbus liking the Yankees because the Clippers were the Yankees farm team for so long. Yeah, but yeah, but you know. They're also Satan's team, so. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's funny. But I yes, never... no, I, I grew up a Blackhawks fan. And then when we moved here, there was no hockey because it was 96. So um, I did not want to be a Penguins fan or a Red Wings fan. Good. <laughs> so, that's good on you. So I kind of had, I didn't wasn't able to watch Blackhawks games because the Hawks blacked them out. Yeah. So even like in, for their own team. I feel like team, in like 96, 97, like even like, up until maybe the 2000s, yeah, we didn't have all these regional channels either, right? So you couldn't get access to that type well, of stuff. And then the Thrashers came on the scene, and RIP I, in peace. <laughs> I miss them. <laughs> so my license plate cover is the Thrashers because hey, I mean that's right. the throwback, right? Well, and I I wanted to get to know about the Jackets in Northeast Ohio, but up until recently, it was really hard to watch them. There was a time um, when I was in high school, well, yeah, in high school and college, when it was easier to find Thrashers games. North, right over the jackets Sad. and i can watch a penguins game if i just drive like 20 minutes north to a bar yeah so i mean they need to do better with the it team. was hard to watch the jackets up there for two reasons the a Cavs. they sucked and b <laughs> you just couldn't get them you right. just couldn't get them. and lebron yeah we'll give we'll get, yeah we'll say that yeah we too. can forget him though um <laughs> so obviously i mean on paper i feel like the monsters look pretty solid not last night, but yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are your overall thoughts on like their potential for this season? I um, I think if okay, I think we're either going to go deep in the playoffs, or if we miss the playoffs, it's still going to be satisfying end to the season. Yeah, because Coach Mike Eves wants. Um, he said on media day, his idea of success is not just winning while winning's at the forefront of their minds. Um, if he can have at least one or two players come into his office and show him how well they've grown um, and that they're not making the turnovers, they're not making the mistakes, and he mm. feels like he's done his job correctly. Um, and Chris Clark was saying it, he's also measuring it based on how many guys are able to take up when injuries happen and how well they perform up there because that's the true measure of the and AHL it must be, team. Like, it must be so hard, too, as an AHL team to maintain that consistency mm -hmm. because you have guys going up and down. Right. Especially since the Jackets became the farm, since they became the farm team yeah. with the Jackets, because it's just up the road. So it's easy to like, right? Make that call, like, hey, like there have been times we had a game and ended in a shootout, and then I would see like Dalpy or um, uh, one time Milano Sherwood, like they're like running through the hall to catch a plane because they're getting called up for a game, or because they have to drive down to Columbus yeah. for a game that's the next afternoon. So like, picture that it's like. 10 o'clock at night, you just finished a shootout. Yeah. You run off, you have a meeting with coach, and you're not even showered. And you have to like get in the car or get on a plane and head to wherever the jackets are. So then we usually have a game the next day if it's a Friday or Saturday. We usually have one on Saturday or Sunday, you know? Mm -hmm. So then as a coach and a player, you have to figure out, oh crap, this guy played really well tonight, but now he's gone. <laughs> Who's going to step yeah. up? And I think this year there's more pieces that are willing to step up and um there's also i mean coach eves is super positive but also honest he's like a dad you know <laughs> like, you're telling us stories about how like, he doesn't cuss yeah he doesn't <laughs> he's cuss just, he's just like you see what, what, what was his saying that he says on the bench son of a puppy, son of a puppy. <laughs> that's insane that's that for a hockey coach to be that like, that's crazy innocent i've never me. heard of any uh, that's insane <laughs> he's so pure i love yeah. it i asked him about families too and he was saying that families. I saw that. Interview. Yeah, families yeah. are important, yeah. and he gets excited when he sees the kids. It's like seeing his own grandkids, yeah. and I'm like, that's what these guys need, because I mean, I loved Coach oh, Mads. Most of them are surprised so young. Right. Well, most of them are they're so young, or they have families. Yeah. You know, like Nathan Gerby's got three kids. Uh, Dalby has two. 
Dylan Simpson just got married and his wife is pregnant. Mm, that's a question mark. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. Someone on the team is pregnant. But like, and like Brad Thiessen has a bunch of kids. It, there's always kids running around and they need a coach who understands that when your kid is puking all night, that you might be a little off when you come in. So he understands that, but he also pointed out that these guys come in and they still play well. They still work hard. So the whole atmosphere on the team has changed. I I mean, I loved Mads so much, but he was a little dark and twisty. And Mm. um, paired with Bill Zito, there was a lot of just intensity that I don't think a lot of these guys um, could deal with. And now you have Chris Clark, who is super... Super nice. Super nice, right. Super friendly. I had a chance to have dinner with him... Uh, it was like a Blue Jackets. The like, prospect thing, right? Y- yeah, we, we, yeah, we, we were, were at the same oh, table. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that now. Yeah. yeah, and Matt tried to talk to him about the Yankees, yep. but he's a Red Sox fan. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I remember that. But yeah, he sat next yeah. to us, and he was like the most down-to-earth, genuinely mm-hmm. like, nice dude. Right, and yeah. he's, he's also super honest, like Coach Eves. So you have those two people paired really well. And this year, the captains were picked by the players last year it was picked by management and not even kind of cool yeah it, i like that for those so, for those who don't know who are the captains and the alternates oh um so for home games it's gerby is the captain for away games dalby is the captain um, because it got it was like a 50 50 split and coach eves was like okay well i guess we're gonna work with that and so whichever one is not wearing the c is an alternate and then dylan simpson is the alternate for every game cool all right nice. yeah. yeah so um so we all have our thoughts on sonny milano <laughs> <laughs> i can't uh, I'm sorry for i mean kyle's <laughs> are str- very strong mine are I mine are <laughs> fairly strong uh we just at least speaking for me i don't see it in him being a blue jacket for too long Kyle, uh, you have strong thoughts, I feel like. I do, yeah. I um, This is the last couple of games. His stats may not be the worst on the team right now. Um, I don't know if he has any points, though. I don't think that he does. I don't think he does. Uh, one shot on goal, I think, on the season from him. Um, this does not look comfortable at all, and he hasn't ever in a Blue Jacket sweater, I don't think. Um, he looked good for Cleveland last year until he got hurt. I know that much. He had, a, what, 15 goals, 22 assists, something like that. Before he got hurt, I around think so. There. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Uh, so I think our question is, when is he going to go back up to Cleveland? <laughs> so I don't think they <laughs> Thank should. Thank you for getting to the point. <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it. No Seriously, <laughs> um, I don't think they should risk him hitting the waiver wire. I think they should trade him. He does not belong. Is in this he a one way or two way? He's a two way, but he. Um, He's already exceeded his. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. So they should trade him because I don't also don't think he fits in the organization. I don't um, think he does either. Right, and like, I don't think he has I, for a while. Listen, I wish him success wherever he goes. He's good, but he but needs like, the he, right To me, coaching. he doesn't fit here. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't fit with that blue-collar mentality at all. Yeah. And um, that was something that Mads worked with him a lot on last year, so you saw him get a little bit more aggressive. But the thing is, is both he and Cole Sherwood try not to um, unleash the beast, per yeah. se, because once it's unleashed... It's kind of scary. <laughs> <laughs> well, we saw that over the off season. <laughs> uh, not from Sherwood, just from Milano. Yeah, just, yeah, just from Milano. Sherwood's great. Yeah, Milano's not. Anyways, um, but he, I mean, he has the talent. He just needs the right coach and the right players. But he tends to not trust his teammates. I've noticed. I, I mean, he hasn't said that, but sometimes you can tell. Like, he's not playing selfish hockey when he takes that shot. It's because I think he doesn't trust that the other person's gonna 
take that shot. Yeah. Because the jackets and the monsters have a bad habit of passing the puck when they should shoot. Yes, we do. Right. And <laughs> and Coach Eves, It's called a Winberg. Right? Yeah. We call They're that a all Winberg. Okay. Like he's just the most egregious <laughs> one. Yeah. Um, but Coach Eves has said he wants to like break people from the habit of passing. But when you're constantly told to pass, you still have that muscle memory. Yeah. And I think that Sonny just needs brand new team, brand new coaches, brand new GMs, brand new everything he just needs to be somewhere else where he can flourish because he has it in him but it's just not it's not working here and i i think he enjoys the city of cleveland more than he enjoys columbus because or maybe even just the staff because when you see him walking around columbus or like just on the ice he doesn't look passionate he looks sad he he always looks sad but when he's in cleveland he's like a puppy maybe it's just (laughs) his face i don't know (laughs) no it's not he is like a He's actually like a, a a happy person. I believe that. I really do believe that. But yeah. he, yeah, he in Columbus, he just doesn't look enthused to be here. Yeah. It probably doesn't help that whenever he gets here, he just gets shit on all the time. He probably. does by media, by yeah. fans, sure. by coach. By I mean, us. now there is a lot of fans, <laughs> Blue Jackets fans, that still believe in Sonny Milano. I oh yeah, him away Kyle from had here. a fun time on Twitter. <laughs> uh, what game was it that you tweeted? Uh, As the um, I tweeted last night and also the Ducks game on the Ducks Friday. Game. The Ducks game, um, I told Kyle to go more of a neutral on the artillery. You can throw your hatred <laughs> on your personal. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't do that with Sonny Milano on the artillery <laughs> during the Ducks game. And quite a few people had some things to say. <laughs> to well, everyone Kyle. has things. Man, to say. I, so it doesn't true. matter. My <laughs> personal. I've read your guys' mentions. Oh yeah. Sometimes when I'm feeling bad about my takes, I just look at your oh, yeah. mentions. Oh yeah. See what ever, people if, say. If you ever want to, you know, <laughs> see the life that we live, I just have to stop. <laughs> read our read our comments on Facebook. Read our comments on Instagram, and okay. read our Twitter mentions. I've got to learn to stop indulging in that because that's what they're looking for is a reaction. They but are. for sure. Um, I don't. You just can't respond. But yeah. back to Sunny. Yeah, back to Sunny. <laughs> Before he got injured, uh, he did everything Torts told him to do. He worked on his game away from the puck. He got stronger. He rushed the net. He, you know, he started playing more blue collar. He got toughened up. Like he toughened up. He started like you. You, got, you can bef- tell he's got a little bigger too. Yeah, he got bigger, and then he got injured. Um, but before he got injured, there was time for them to bring him up, and they continued to call other people up. And then he got better at the end of the season when he came back. And they still didn't call him up. He was the best player in the playoffs. They still like they still doubted him. And when you're constantly doubted, I sometimes wonder if people even watched Milano. Like not just fans, but even um, management or scouts from the team that come down and watch, you know, watch our own team to see how they're doing. I wonder if they watched him with um, objective eyes. Because yeah. I feel like they were very subjective about it. Like this is Sunny. Like they were very biased. Like this is Sunny Milano. He either needs to. to make it like sunshine and roses and like unicorns flying out of his ass, or <laughs> <laughs> or he's turning over the puck. And I'm like, no. If you if you look at him as a hockey player and not just Sunny Milano, he is a good player. And you have to tell him that because a person can only handle so many times hearing that you suck when you don't suck. Yeah. For sure. So. I mean, you, you could relate that in your real world job mm-hmm. where somebody that, you know, you're putting in the work, you're putting on the effort and it's going unnoticed and like, you know, coworkers around you that just kind of are half assing things. Maybe they get called up and promoted above you and you're like, what the hell is going on here? I'm doing right. everything they're doing and I'm doing it better. I hear but, the way I saw it so last you, year. You could see like if you're walking into your actual nine to five right. and 
that's the attitude of the people around you. I could see why maybe you'd be a little pissed right. off sometimes. And that's why Coach Eves, sorry, I know you want to say good. something, but Coach Eves, um, he would, I would love to see him in Cleveland I, because Coach Eves, I think, would help him change that mindset because I posted that quote on Instagram and Twitter from Coach Eves saying that he tells the guys you have the opportunity yourself and how you're going to respond to the day, like, it's up to you. Like, no matter what happens... If someone else is getting called up, it's just not your time. Like he needs someone who is reinforcing that he controls how he feels and reacts to a situation. And Torts is not that guy. <laughs> he is Torts, not. Torts expects you to be that guy already when you're playing for him. Right. Well, and it's the NHL, so you should be. You should be. Every yeah. coach is like I think in that yeah. has that mentality, which they should. They're NHL coaches. But That's they should what the also NHL is for right. But they should also be able to turn it on slightly when they see that a player is struggling with that aspect, which I actually think Torts could do. I feel like he has this softness to him that he doesn't like to I could see put it. out there. I think that's why... I see it in that water I commercial. Like that's why oh, yeah. The, the <laughs> I mean, Connecticut water commercial and his dogs. I mean, yeah. there's a softness side to Tortorella. What I saw last year from Milano, I watched some of the Cleveland games, his highlights, not just his highlights, but um, some of the clips from last year. I didn't watch really any games, um, which I'm going to start doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. The reason I think guys like Robinson and Sherwood... Uh, got called up last year instead of Milano at times was because they wanted Torts wanted to see what those guys could do in the NHL because Milano's had his chances, a lot of chances. He's been here right. for three years, and he still is not producing in the NHL, still, to this day. And I think last year that happened because Sherwood was playing well also, so was Robinson, and they got to they got to see the NHL ice, and they played well when they were up here. Well, I don't want to say that about Robinson because there was a point where he was not good up here, um, and they did not <laughs> they did not paper him when it came to trade deadline, so they could not send him down. Yeah. So he just sat and he had to sit because yeah. he wasn't playing well. So he developmentally wise, they really screwed that one up. So it's good that he's down there because the line of like. Sherwood, Robinson, and Justin Scott just fuck shit up down there. Yeah. But like in a good way, not a bad way. No, like. for sure. I love watching Sherwood play. He's yeah. he's a good winger that is very physical, and he fits into the role, the, the Blue Jackets blue-collar mentality very yeah. well. But he can also fit into um, just like a first-liner fantastic role if they if they let him as well. He's very... Absolutely. He just puts himself wherever he's supposed to be and runs with it. And his last name is... The first hockey stick right. ever made. I mean, it's sure just meant would. to be. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Um, three guys in Cleveland right now that you think we will see on a more consistent basis in Columbus pop potentially this season. Oh. Not so much like three guys are going to get called up. They're going to get opportunities. Yeah. That deserve it. So, honestly... Well, Hannah Kynan, because I'm well, saying that I mean, because... You can't say be, that. No, he's I can, already. because when Anderson comes back, we all know he's getting sent down, no matter if he ends up playing well or not. Because Anderson he's, getting sent down? No, Hannah Kynan. No, 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 no. I misheard that. We all know okay. Hannah's going to get sent down, because he hasn't... He didn't play last night, right? No. No, right. So no, he, he, he hasn't played since he's yeah. been up, which was only... One he's game. a filler right now. Yeah, which is, which is disappointing, because he is a player that should be playing. Yeah. But I know you need bodies. So dumb. Um, I think that they'll call Dalpy up because they always call him up. They do. Especially once he starts scoring, but then they sit him. <laughs> um, I could see them bringing up either Sherwood or even Fix Polanski. 
Yeah. Yes, I was. I've been You're talking about Fix. I like yeah. him a lot. I, I can't say his last name, so I'm going to try. Fix Walansky. 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 Okay. Kind of like Casimir Polanski. I was. I said a couple podcasts ago. Like every time I hear that name, I just think of that restaurant at Easton, which is like Smith and Walensky. Oh yeah. That's just what I want to call him. I watched uh, <laughs> most. Yeah. I watched. <laughs> okay. I know the feeds were the streams were awful, but I watched most of the Traverse City Tourney, um, and he looked really, really good up there yeah. with Texier, um, and. Sherwood even looked pretty good at that tournament, but I'm I'm a big fan of Wolanski. I think he's going to be a big part of the NHL team in the years to come. Um, he just has too good of a shot. He has such a good wrister, and it's it's hard to ignore something like that. Yeah, his shot is it's scary. I wouldn't want to <laughs> be in front of it. I wouldn't even want to be on the ice. I wouldn't be anywhere near him. <laughs> I don't want to be on the ice. Anybody's shooting right. at me. I mean, the problem too though is Fair. I <laughs> I just named off forwards. Yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, we were talking before the podcast started that you think defensively, we're organizationally, we're kind of struggling. Yeah, now. I think so we're still struggling. Is there a defenseman that could be called up that could... They would probably call up Clint Denning just because they've seen him before. Um, but he, for every, like I said earlier, for every good thing he does, he does something bad, yeah. <laughs> which just not, it's not good. Um, but he's also vocal and he communicates well, so that's helpful. Um, but Dylan Simpson often gets overlooked. Um, How old is he? Um, He's 26. Okay, you have your whole stat book here. I'm impressed. <laughs> I do. I have all my notes here yeah. too. It's really <laughs> disgusting. Don't judge you me. prepared far no, more away than we ever have for this podcast. <laughs> I have to remember what number Simpson is while I'm going. Is it is it pronounced Andrew Peak or Peak? Peak. It's, it's peak. peak. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh my God, what number is he? I wouldn't be surprised if I if we saw him this year too. I know he played well um, in the preseason. It's not a big deal. I was just curious how if he was, if he was like the, on the younger end because I can't remember Simpson he, I mean, that well. I think he's like he's twenty six. Uh, yeah, you think he's around twenty six? Yeah, okay. So he's he's older guy. He's yeah he's for a, the league at least. But and Peak is uh, learning a lot from him. Having him, they're paired together, uh, Simpson and Peak. Gotcha. So together, he's learning a lot from him. And then Gabriel Carlson, he flies under the radar though, partially because Clendenning is so such a loud player. That you don't always notice Carlson because they pair them together. Yeah. You don't always notice what's uh, going on with him, which makes him deadly sometimes. Oh, he's, for sure. Well, he's I mean, definitely. I feel like when defensemen don't make a lot of noise, like yeah, in, two, in more ways than one, you know what I mean. That's when they're at their best. I feel like. Yeah. In exactly. terms of like when when you don't notice them, they can you know. Strike well, yeah. If you're noticing moment. a defender, it's because they just turned it over and they're on <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So looking at you, Warinsky. <laughs> So you have the luxury of having some press passes through yeah. the CBJ Cannon. So you're in the locker room during during oh, all types of things. We're actually not in the locker room. Okay. We're not allowed in. You're not allowed in. Which Because um, we were just going to ask who has the best um, butt. I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't look at those oh, sure. on purpose. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, uh, no like, it's actually kind of cool. So I and my grandpa... Um, my grandpa Donley, who was really into sports, we used to talk about this all the time, but the locker room is like sanctuary. Yeah. And I had never, I said when I became a beat reporter, I would ask whoever I was a beat reporter for if I could do my interviews outside the locker room. Because as a former athlete for softball, and it was just in high school, um, but I didn't like it when anyone came in the locker room yeah. that wasn't a part of the team. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't I think it was that. right at all. Um, Unless there was like a special event or something, yeah. a tour or whatever. 
But when I go into the monsters and they said, okay, so down here, no one goes in the locker room. I was like, God bless. That's, I like that. I, I do, yeah. do kind of like that. So we NHL, s- that would probably never happen. I, I wish it would happen yeah. that way. Um, but we stand in the hallway. They bring coach out. If we win, we get to talk to players. If not, uh, we don't get to talk yeah. to players. So. But that's that's fair. Yeah, I, know, yeah. I like that. Is that, like is that a coach's decision or? I guess that's always how it's been for the monsters. It's just never okay. changed. Okay, I like it. I like it too. So I mean, so you're behind the scenes. So you've you've seen some shit. I want to know a funny story <laughs> from something that you know the average fan would not see because I mean you're you're under you're under the stadium. You're you're in the halls of where the players are walking, coaches are walking. It could be either Blue Jackets, it can be monsters, or whatever. You're the funniest story that you can that comes to your mind. I'll tell me that happened. Um, well, Corpusalo likes to wear these really tight compression <laughs> shorts that are really short and then come out to post game in them and yeah. only them. That's it. Um, so that's super awkward. And then he goes on the bike afterwards when you're trying to walk to the media room and you're just like, <laughs> this is super uncomfortable. <laughs> um, not too much like crazy stuff happens. Although Terry Broadhurst from the Monsters, he came back from an injury and at the time he was, um, oh, they gave him the C for a game. It was when we had like the traveling A's and C's after Ryan Craig left. Mm. And he usually would run barefoot and walk through the queue barefoot. At the time it was the Quicken Loans Arena. And that floor was disgusting. And well, I can imagine. <laughs> so just alone watching a hockey player walk around with like no shoes on, I was like, you're, yeah. you're sick. Um, and I was sitting there, I was in the middle of writing, like... Even just walking around in, like, a locker room with no shoes yeah, on, like, it's you always got to wear the sandals, at least. <laughs> right. Even if you're like, yeah, get... I mean, you got to shower and stuff, I get that. Well, but, like, I would always care. wear sandals in a locker room, no matter what. Yeah. I no, don't want to get, like, you know, some type of something. They don't care. Hockey players yeah, don't care. That's true. They don't. But I was in the middle of writing something, a uh, story I was working on to put up during the game, and all of a sudden, I just hear, like, this, and he just started running around smacking people's asses and like <laughs> jumping around because he was so excited to be back and because he was wearing like the yeah. ARC I was like oh my god this is peak Terry Broadhurst right here <laughs> um, and then when I was traveling on the road I went to Syracuse in Toronto I covered the last game of the season in Toronto and then I um, went to Syracuse for playoffs and the, I swear to God, hockey players drive me insane because they act like no one's around and they just walk around in towels. Yeah. So at Syracuse, the peop- fans can walk right past the locker room after a game. And they thought that everyone was gone. <laughs> and there were still fans. And one of the players just like walks out of the shower with his like towel on, walks out, starts walking around parts of the like arena by where the Zamboni is. <laughs> Shoeless, by the way. The yeah. Zamboni had just dumped all that stuff, so that's nasty. And then he was like, oh, there are people out here. <laughs> There's people still here. <laughs> And you just see like a, a body start just back yeah. into the locker room <laughs> like, that's funny. like hockey players don't care they're always just oh, I, like yeah I mean, oh that's when you grow up in like <laughs> even like a sports environment like shoot i mean you're walking around naked yeah. in the locker room doesn't even matter but like right i feel like once like you're used to like press being around you and in the locker room like yeah it is what it is it might be hanging out is <laughs> what is what it is when well, <laughs> hockey players never like even wear proper clothing when i worked in youth hockey they would be walking out in like shorts and sandals and a hoodie and it's freaking snowing it's like negative <laughs> 10 i'd be like you're gonna get pneumonia they're used to the cold they're <laughs> right. used to play on ice they're like we're fine not to completely go off subject here but uh the senators just sent down a- uh abramov no huh. he was there playing on the nhl ice for a yeah. while he had a goal yeah. too didn't apparently he? He did. yeah. yeah did he have a goal 
Yeah, mm-hmm. he had to go earlier in the season. I just, I just saw earlier in the season. I just saw pop up. That was interesting. That was he was disappointing. That was our Matt Duchesne. Yeah, that was our Matt Duchesne trade off. I was glad to get rid of him because he wasn't really. Yeah, because he regressed, and Mads kept trying to work with him, and he just kept not. He just kept not going forward, and he would do stupid things. He would play very selfish. So yeah. you think we won that trade even for a rental? Oh, I think. Oh, I don't know. I'm so <laughs> mad that I don't he. Know. Uh, I love Columbus, but I'm going to go oh, to Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> oh, don't even get me started. Duchesne can. Yeah. Oh. Did you see what Ryan Dezingle said, though? I, I just mm. put it on the Instagram story for the artillery. <sighs> what did he I didn't see. Let oh. me pull it up. I'll pull it up right now. I, somebody tagged me in it on the Instagram for the artillery, and I just I shared it on there. Um, he said, I wanted to go somewhere where I believed in the team and the city. That's your boy Dezingle there, but no, also he went I to take everything I everything good I ever said about Ryan Dezingle, I take it back. Take it He's back. an Ohio State alumnus. Yes, he was the captain here. Right, and you're gonna say you want to believe in the city? Wow. Yeah. Like way to just yeah. He did have an assist last night, but Who God, cares? I'd love to see somebody just put his face into the ice. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Duchesne, man. Yeah. I want to see like PLD just slam him into the boards. Uh, uh, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I would be. Just fine. Do a Crosby. So what you're saying is you love Ryan Dezingle still? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Look, there's the thing with Dezingle, though. I As soon as he got traded down here, I was so excited. I was excited for Matt Duchesne, but I liked Dezingle even when he was in Ottawa. Yeah. Um, because he was a former – he's a four-year captain for Ohio – maybe three-year captain for Ohio State Hockey. And he's part of the reason that that whole program is coming back into the hockey form. Um coaching Maybe. and all that as well he's pa- he was part of it part of the culture here but i was i went and bought an ohio state hockey sweater i i went i and know bought, you did you had you, you, I was you gonna were have, you were fangirling over to zingle oh my god and i was gonna even have the zingle heat pressed on the back of it put the get the c on it everything he doesn't want to be here okay? and then he said that <laughs> shit <laughs> right? Like, right what are you doing okay we're done here. Why we don't need to talk about his <laughs> anymore? I just wish people wanted to be here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great city. I don't understand it. What well, it'll come. It'll come. To be fair, I I like living in Cleveland better than I like whatever. To get okay. get you're done. Get out. But get off the podcast. Just, <laughs> just kidding. But I mean, High Bank Distillery is down here, so uh-huh. that's a huge uh, exactly. selling point. Exactly, very huge selling point. And currently, we're actually drinking. I couldn't find champagne at a cheap gas station, <laughs> and coincidentally, we had um, High Bank vodka in our studio, which of course we do. And I just bought orange juice, so now we're drinking screwdrivers. Because I wanted to celebrate our 100th episode. And speaking of our 100th episode, we're each going to go around the table and talk about our favorite epi. Before before we do that, what? it's it's about mm, 1 o'clock here right now as we're recording. And the Browns are about to play? The Browns oh, are about to play. I need to, to make sure every one of my fantasy teams Check is your aligned. fantasy teams. And <laughs> while you're checking your fantasy team, with a full brunch and lunch menu, High Bank is the perfect spot for weekday lunch meetings and late morning weekend meetups. They open weekdays at 11 a.m. and weekends at 10.30 a.m., perfect for brunch. Visit them in Grandview off Goodale near the yard. Drink local, drink high bank. Proud partners of the Columbus Blue Jackets and the CBJ Artillery. Well said, Kyle. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. Thanks. It was not as seductively <laughs> as the way I don't, Warren I can't do that tends voice. to say them. Warren does the best all, impressions. I don't know how ever. his voice gets that He's well. all like... Hey guys, <laughs> that was pretty you good. should drink yeah, yeah, yeah. high bank distillery. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I always feel like I need an adult when he's talking about it. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Uh, on that note, <laughs> let's go. Let's talk about our it's favorite. Probably a good thing he's not here today. Probably. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
It'd be uh, I don't. We have a bathroom and the curtains. You guys could have. Never mind. Anyway, guys. Anyway, sorry, sorry, sorry. Whoa. Sorry. Wait. Speaking of which, can I? I need to. How is the hinge going? Oh, I don't know. I don't Warren know. gave up on it. it what? He okay, said it well, got then weird. you guys can't do it for me. It's Warren and I are both not single, so it'd be, it just feels <laughs> not right. It feels so weird. Yeah. Doing well, I could see that being weird. It's but weird. They, they got it started, so I'm going to take the login on my phone and I'm going to finish it. That's, Good. that's the job. Good. That's the plan. I need to live vicariously through yeah, people yeah, that we'll are in that. relationships. We'll give you <laughs> updates. We'll give you updates on next Wednesday's podcast. Okay. So you will, you'll be good. Uh, <laughs> you'll, you'll get your updates. That's what, that's what yes. I mean. <laughs> all right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So let's. Oh, shit. Favorite, who wants to go first for favorite episode? Uh, this is our 100th you episode. You got one? We've done a 99 of these bad boys. Was I'll go first. This is 100. I, I knew right this away. This is my favorite episode. This is your favorite one. You're living in the moment. No. Actually, no this should be your favorite because I'm on it. That's true. That's valid. Fine. Uh, no, my favorite is episode 22. <laughs> Uh, it's the one in which... So you're saying without <laughs> Kyle here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry, Kyle. That's fair. I get <laughs> uh, that a lot. They had just got new mics. Do we, oh, we did. So yeah. I, I actually listened to this one multiple times. Oh. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, you guys just got new mics. You had those like awful headset oh, ones they were before. Terrible. They made like the worst. Every time you moved, you could They made hear. a noise. It, it was, was awful. a weird one. I hated it. Awful. Those are the ones the Blue Jackets gave us when we were oh. under contract. So shocker, they gave us something really <laughs> shitty. <laughs> Maybe you should cut that out. Nope. <laughs> Um, but also it was the episode where we learned that uh, after 30 apparently hangovers are awful uh, which is wrong you just have to learn how to be a man I wasn't 30 then though well I was like 28 god you guys are so young (laughs) (laughs) I turned 26 next summer oh cool next summer I turn 35 (laughs) you don't look a day over like 24 Thank you. Yeah. This team has aged me. Okay. Yeah. The monsters. I, my first gray hair came from the monsters. It was my only gray hair, but like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I literally, okay. <laughs> I'll get back to, I'll get back to my favorite episode in a second. But I went to my stylist before trade deadline. Um, was it two seasons ago? Yeah. When we traded away like Nick Mutri and Carter Camper, Jordan Maletta. I went right before so I could get like a good shampoo. And then I went two weeks later. And she found gray hair. <laughs> and that free agency was super stressful. That trade deadline, sorry, trade deadline was super stressful for me. I literally started screaming. I was like, take it out of my hair, put it in a bag. I'm going to find Yarmo <laughs> and Bill Zito, and I'm going to show them what they did to me. <laughs> I bet you so that's why Yarmo just decides to be bald. <laughs> probably just shaved <laughs> right. yeah, couldn't Tra- deal with it anymore. Trade deadline is stressful. I have one gray hair in my beard now. That's I have depressing. one in my mustache. I got all of my hair <laughs> up here. It's it's a nice little blonde. Sh- or it looks blonde. People think it's blonde, but it's gray. It looks like silver. Silvery. Yeah. You're so gonna uh, turn into a silver fox one day. Uh, that's you the plan. Hey, as long as I don't lose my hair, I'm good. With put the that in fox. your profile. Future, Future silver. Silver <laughs> fox. Silver, <laughs> <laughs> silver foxy. Am I right? <laughs> hey, hey now, let's hey. go. <laughs> Okay, do I need to let you guys have a moment? Sure, we can, yeah. <laughs> um, but also on episode 22 is when you guys rated the players on their hotness from one Speaking to of ten. having a moment. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely great because I can't do those things. I'm not allowed to. I want to sometimes, but yeah, I remember that it's episode. not a good look. It was, I feel like it was me, Austin, and Warren. 
I it think. was definitely Warren. Austin was there too because I yeah. think he had the idea. You had some choice things to say about Boone without his teeth. <laughs> oh, <laughs> toothless Boone! Toothless oh my god! Agree with. Yeah, <laughs> toothless Boone. Oh, I wish I would have been there for that. Yeah. One. He, why is he so attractive without his teeth? Like I, I don't, don't understand. It, it that. doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it doesn't. Like he automatically <laughs> yeah. gets gets hotter and he plays better without yeah. his teeth. Thank you. I'm not the yeah. only one on that boat then. Yeah. Toothless Boone. He does is play better, better. Boone. for sure. He yeah. Plays yeah. He's not worried about losing the front guys. Right. Yeah, that was a good episode. Yeah, yeah. on an, uh, for those of you that couldn't <laughs> pick up what we're talking about, we rated the Blue Jackets players' hotness, actual physical hotness, <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> That's just what guys being dudes do. Right. We just rate other men's hotness, right? I don't, I don't know. Maybe Jordan, we'll, what was uh, what was your favorite episode? Uh, my favorite episode was Brewdog. Really? Yes, that was <laughs> right, <laughs> your favorite right before you joined. The um, one right. This, so the <laughs> <laughs> wow, nobody likes the episode that Kyle Ouch. has been on. <laughs> the last, I, not even me. I, that's um, my favorite isn't even me. Here's the thing: I don't much care for the episode <laughs> itself. It was the the environment of how it happened. Okay. Because Brewdog let us come into their their brand new like brew hotel, where there's taps in the room. Um, there's shower beers. Like, there's literally a fridge in the shower that has beer in it. And dream. oh yeah, and they gave us access to like this suite for free. And they gave us like the free taps in the room and everything. And we just did our podcast in there. And the issue is, they gave us like a literally a bottomless cake. <laughs> and no. so it was just utter. And by the time we hit record. I'm pretty sure the room was already spinning for all of us. <laughs> that episode is such a shit all I remember, show. I have never heard that episode. I've just gone back and I've listened to it like once. And it's just nothing but us yelling and like just making fun of each other and really not even talking hockey. Whatever you do, <laughs> not one ounce it was of hockey. just a night out with yours. Pretty much. It was just like a blackened, blacked out shit show. And then we all slept in the same bed together. Because there was all, it was it was a queen size bed and there was like four of us. And we Amazing. Said, That's okay. Well, you're all friends. Yeah, whatever. exactly. Like we're just guys being dudes. Right. Guys, <laughs> guys being dudes. And then the shower beers, we all in the morning we all take a shower together. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Man, the shower uh. beer thing, that's real. When I worked in retail, I would have shower wine. <laughs> because oh, around Christmas retail sucks. Oh, it's oh, awful. Yeah, Working yeah. at the grocery store was just like Dude, insane. I worked at Aeropostale mm-hmm. for Black Friday for oh. like two years in a row. No. Oh my god. I can only imagine. Oh my god. There's probably a lot of folding that has to happen there too. Unbelievable. it's duck and cover for the most part <laughs> right and then you can't even fold you just <laughs> you just gotta let it happen. people just like throw yeah. things in the air no working at a grocery store i worked at this store called heinen's up in the akron cleveland area and my first christmas there it was so busy time went backwards time went <laughs> backwards it was so i insane. do all my christmas shopping on the 23rd or 24th you are an December. awful human being granted well. i only have to buy for like <laughs> two people like my mom and my dad and my grandma Everybody else just, you know, we just already come to the conclusion, don't get us gifts, yeah. it's pointless. That's so, where we're at. I'm yeah. making everyone rosaries this year. <laughs> Everyone's getting a rosary. Hope <laughs> my right. family's not listening. Party. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, your favorite episode? My favorite, I don't know the episode number. Okay. Uh, but I I'll, think Brewdog was 50, right? 50, yeah. Okay. Uh, my favorite episode was when Jordan had to do one by himself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shut up. That is <laughs> the least streamed Whatever. episode that we have. You know what? It, it was, was during Jordan. it was during like Thanksgiving. Nobody's gonna listen. Stop on defending yourself day. and let me talk. All right, whatever. <laughs> it was Jordan sitting in a room by himself, talking to himself while recording it. I was channeling my inner Bobby McGillicut. It is legendary. Also, it's still are. It. It's so <laughs> good. It's titled all by myself. All by. <laughs> did Literally you play that? If you did not play no, that, no, I did. I played the song. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, it's so. It's. 
It's such a bad episode, and I love it. It's not it. that bad. It's the worst no, one we have. It's, it's I'm going to listen to it on the way back to Akron. Uh, you can. <laughs> Streaming-wise, it's the least listened to, but we, I also dropped it during Thanksgiving weekend, and nobody, everyone's with their family. Nobody's listening. What right. about the people that don't have families? Okay, well, <laughs> all right. All right. Sorry. I feel, like, I feel like I'm on Twitter now where, you know, I say something harmless and innocent, and somebody comes at me for it. Oh, I'm here for that. Yeah. <laughs> Just I feel bad for you guys. Yeah, it's fine. You say something super innocent, and then like penguins, you could be like, "I like cheese," and penguins fans would be like, "What about lactose intolerant <laughs> people? Dude, what about that is two in a row that we won? That's two in a row. That is our Twitter mentions in a nutshell, and that's why, <laughs> as much as I love our followers and everyone that follows us, but like, there's always one or two people that come in and they say something to which that's why I don't look at my mentions half the time anymore. <laughs> like, I'll I'll look at them maybe once every other week. That's I fair. I don't care. I just there's always that one person that ruins it. Anyways, but I still love everybody that follows us. Thank you for following us. We love you, little gamers. <laughs> I love you guys too. Uh, all right, let's uh, let's get social. Hey, do you have a shameless plug for the? I mean, we the Canon at yeah, Jackets Canon. You guys, you guys have been around. Yeah, we've been around for a while. I um started following them because of Jeff Little, who unfortunately passed away yep. right after I got started with them of cancer he was super passionate great smart oh yeah I remember, I remember jeff yeah super yeah. like and he's a super genuine yeah and his wife is amazing um <clears throat> but we have a good crew at the canon we have uh eric seeds friend of the pod <laughs> yes <Yeah>. hey eric <laughs> <laughs> eric we, I mean, we swear we're gonna get you on our podcast at some point yes you guys have to i think you should just uh mic him up while watching a game that's all the podcast should be that's fair that's fair we were talking about how he's he loves the jackets, but sometimes is slightly critical. <laughs> <laughs> slightly is a bit. I love you, Eric, but slightly yeah. is a bit. <laughs> um, and yeah. then we have our site manager, Pale Dragon. He just goes by a moniker because he does a lot of stuff outside of the canon. Um, and then Will Chase. Most of us don't even live in Columbus, by the way. It's yeah, just Pale those, Dragon. Like, well, listen to your podcast. You guys are all like Skyped in together. Yeah, we Skype yeah. in together. Uh, Ryan Real is amazing. He hosts the pod most of the time. Mm. And uh, he creates most of our GIFs, GIFs, however yeah. you GIF. pronounce that. It's GIF, whatever. <laughs> it's not. GIF is a peanut butter. No, it's literally pronounced GIF. <laughs> whatever. Okay. Anyways, <laughs> let's not fight, guys. <laughs> um, but he lives in, like, South Carolina, I think it is. Oh, wow. Yeah, and then Will Chase lives in Virginia. He lives in Virginia. Um, all over the place. We're all over, yeah. Damn. And then we have El Polito, who lives near D.C. He's newer. Um, and, and then Rachel Buells. We finally have a girl. <laughs> and <laughs> Rachel used to work for the the Jackets. Uh, she interned as their, one of their social people. I has. think I, I know that name. She's super yeah. savage on the Twitter, so I really enjoy her. Nice. <laughs> because then you can't tell. Like, So a bunch of us run our Twitter. Yeah. But you can't really tell who's running it at any given time, which is really, really nice. Because That's how we typically are on ours. Like For the most, like 90% of our tweets, you really can't tell. Right. But then... Kyle starts bashing Milano, and then you can tell. <laughs> then you know. On Twitter. <laughs> Whatever. You know, it's I'll just, fine. I'll just, doing, I'll just start doing it for my personal and retweeting <laughs> myself. From <laughs> That's better. You should do that. Okay, cool. I retweet yeah. everyone but me from the canon, yeah. and they would get mad at me and be like, Lane, retweet oh, yourself. You, you got you to you retweet your own brand. It just feels, get it out it feels weird. It, like, I, I've done Look that at what one. our Monsters Beat reporter has to say. Guess yeah. what? It's me. <laughs> <laughs> but people that, when you're tweeting that out from the CBJ can, they don't know. They don't know, the yeah. Follow. Yeah, you're good. But I know. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I love I love the well. It used to be able to say I love the boys, but now 
There's a girl, so I love yeah. boys and girls. We're just like a good team. We work well together. Is that what? Your podcast is really well. Everyone yeah. seems to be. You know, Our podcast is fun. Yeah. Eric and I are usually drinking on it. That's how, uh, <laughs> as you should. After the uh, free agency, friend, I. Oh, I was so upset. And I opened a beer on the pod and I thought they would edit it out. No. <laughs> they didn't. Oh, that's a normal sound. <laughs> yeah, that is a very normal sound on this podcast. And I got all these DMs from people like, Elaine, I thought you were so professional. I'm like, okay, this is one thing I, right, this is one thing I have to say. Like, people, <clears throat> I used to take it as an insult when they'd be like, oh, you're one of us. And I'd be like, no, I'm a beat reporter. Like, yeah. But now I'm like, no, like I am 100% one of you. <laughs> I just have access. And I can see the jam- game objectively. And there are times when it's really tough to not, you know, drink a beer on press row and yell at the ice when people are doing <laughs> bad. But that's like maturity yeah. or something. I don't something know. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. We've yet to see that or hit, hit that. So, uh, <laughs> right. I don't know. But so it's, it's just... Um, I think you reach more people if you're open to the fans, if you talk to the fans. Like, I started this new thing where I want to meet as many Monsters fans as possible. And so I've started tweeting out, like, what I'm wearing (laughs) and where I'm sitting on press row so that if they want to come find me, they can. We'll take a selfie together. We'll talk about hockey because I learn from the fans, too. You don't just learn from the coach and the players. Sometimes the fans see things that even they don't see. So they'll tell me something and then I'll go back and I'll watch AHL TV and see if that's, if they were right or wrong or maybe, I mean, there's fans, they know a lot of stuff. (laughs) Oh yeah. I mean, that's what we are. We're just fans. Yeah. And we know everything. Just fans being dudes. Yeah. We're fans (laughs) being dudes. But according to some people on Twitter, we need to be more reliable. We need to be a reliable source of information. But you are a reliable source of information. We're, I mean, they said we're not. So we fake it till we make it. With nine, with almost nineteen thousand followers, we're now supposed <laughs> to act the way right. they want us to. I <laughs> so. only have like fourteen hundred, so it's that's fine. good. That's and good most though. of them don't even like hockey. In fact, I'm pretty sure I get, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I get muted during hockey season. Although I have a nun who follows me who oh. loves hockey, and she's a Blackhawks fan. So sometimes I'll be like, I agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. All right, ready for let's get social? Oh uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's do. Okay, it is Sunday, little boomers. Got some good questions here. Uh, got one here from Ohio Country Gent at OH Country Gent, friend of the pod. Love, little boomer. Congrats on 100 Epis, boys. Do you guys have any game day superstitions and what are they? Uh, I have no game day superstitions now, besides, I always like to have a beverage. During the game, yeah, or, it's, 10. It's not a <laughs> or ten, whichever one. Um, no, I feel like I've talked about it on the podcast before. Though when I played baseball, I had a superstition, and that was my holy lucky sock. That's right. We have had this question yeah, before. It was just my. I had this. I was a. Uh, no, I was. I went like on a thirteen fourteen game hitting streak, and I went like four for four one one game, and I had a holy sock on. Like it was just like I I couldn't find my other sock, and it was just like a holy baseball sock, and like. It looked like shit, but I went four for four. I was like, this is a lucky sock. And then I went on like a 14-game hitting streak, so I just kept it on. That was my only like really sports superstition. I had one last year. <clears throat> I, I mean, like I do – I'm very superstitious, actually, like yeah. super. Um, because Paul Bittner was amazing when he had his mustache, and now he's all right without his mustache. <laughs> so Men should never shave their face. No, never. You know, Paul, please grow that back. If you're listening, Paul Bittner, please, for the love of God, for the <laughs> sake of the Blue Jackets organization and the monsters, grow your mustache <laughs> back. <laughs> um, but right Solid b- request. <laughs> um, I – Went up to Toronto to watch the final game of the season. It came down to 
the uh, monsters would have to win and the senators had to lose for us to make it in the playoffs. And I had eaten dragon fruit on the way up there. And I... What is dragon fruit? It's like a... It's an exotic fruit, and it's white on the inside. It kind of looks like a Dalmatian almost on the inside. Uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's like pink on the outside. Yeah. There's also yeah. yellow where it's yellow on the outside. Um, but I ate that on the way up there, managed to somehow get it across the border with it <laughs> cut and open sitting right there for Border Patrol <laughs> to see. <Yeah. laughs> and they won, and they won well. So for the rest, of they got in the playoffs. So for the playoffs, I had to eat dragon fruit. And then every game that we lost against Toronto when we got bumped out, I couldn't find the dragon fruit at the, st- so at the store. The so I blame. The reason they lost was you. Yeah, I blame it on the, the store. It's not me. I mean, you should technically provide you should, you, me with a product. Technically, you should have really searched <laughs> a lot more than I did. Do you yeah. know how many stores I called? <laughs> All right, you did. You tried your best. I get. I, yeah, I, tr- yeah. I called so many stores. It was bad. It was ridiculous. That's fair. All right. I didn't answer. I don't really have one. Yeah, I wear my I wear my Atco jersey, my bucket hat, bucket hat Kyle, bucket hat Kyle, butt hat, butt hat Kyle. Uh, but that's all I got. Butt face Kyle. I don't believe in superstitions. What? They're like legit though. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no. Whatever they are, a little bit. It's crazy when it doesn't work, but when it works, you're not amazing. you're not yeah. crazy. See. <laughs> Next question. <laughs> Uh, one here from Jared McCormick at ATL Goon underscore front of the pod. Congratulations on 100 episodes, boys. Love to see it. Thank you, sir. Thanks, bud. Which player has impressed you the most through these first five games? He says McCormick says he likes Gavrikov. Yeah, I mean, I don't I mind Gavrikov. Um, Who's been your most impressive? Most impressive? That's a toughie. Um, I'm going to go... Just based off the way he's scored his couple goals so far, PLD. I think he's going to be the best Blue Jackets player this season, hands down. Take it to the bank. <laughs> Take it to the Nobody bank. asked for a hot take. Jeez, got warm in here. I mean, it's not that hot because I agree. I know it's, it's, not, no, that it's hot. not that hot. Yeah. It's just that's who I think I've been in. I feel like he's, he's fully taking advantage of his size, his mm-hmm. speed, his skill, and just the way he scored those first two goals of the season. I'm all about it. Oh, yeah. He's been, I don't know. I've been impressed with him and David Svard, but I also, yeah, I love David Svard. <laughs> he could probably, like, kick a puppy, and I'd be like, oh, look what David Svard did, guys. <laughs> like, well, why, why was the puppy in the way? <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who's your Who's your most impressive player? Yeah, oh, PLD. Jeez, Kyle, go, listen. I gotta go with <laughs> Felino. I think... Felino's been all over the place. I Felino will give him that. I like, is, he, I like the way he's come out this season. Absolutely. Yeah. Felino is taking that, as he does every year, that blue-collar mentality and showing it on the ice, Yep. which I is agree. exactly what this team needs. That's what this team needs. It's a bunch of grinders out there. The skill guys are nice, Yeah. but we score goals by crashing the net, and that's yeah. just how it's always been, especially with Felino as our C. I think that that's the only way that we're going to do anything this year is just by disrupting other teams. Or by, I don't know, doing something on the power play. That too. That'd be nice. Yes, the power play looked awful last night. Ours did last night too. The Ugh. monsters did. Yeah. It, I don't, it looked just, really good. <laughs> I don't want to say we need to get a new Apparently power play coach, but something needs good. to happen, man. I don't know. Why do, pe- why do we pass it so much? Both teams just are like, pass, pass, 
pass. Yeah, pass. there's definitely nobody really just takes authority over it. You know, like yeah. somebody just take control of it and just do something. I want to see someone just like rush the net, scare the goalie. I want to see them rush the net without the puck, though. And just scare the crap out of the goalie. It's like a, it's an yeah. illusion. Exactly. That was, that was That's what Felino has been doing. He's he's been screening the hell out of every tendy he's seen. Yeah. yeah, it's true. And it's it's work. I mean, it's not really what was two and three. Not a, not as bad of a start as a lot of people thought. Um, but he, I think he is really trying to bring this team into what it needs to be, as he should as the captain. Yes. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question. Here from Jonathan Brunty at J underscore Brunty 11. If the players were dog breeds, which type of dog would each player be? Let's just do Let's one apiece. Let's do one apiece. That's too much. Um, I'm going to go. I'll start off. I'll go Winberg. Winberg is a poodle. <laughs> <laughs> He's just. Why uh, a poodle? Do you even know what poodles are like? I don't actually. They're I mean. Just, I just have. Okay, never mind. It's not a poodle. And uh, they're from France. To be fair, I think Texan. a lot of the players are just like the dogs that they have. Oh, yeah. Or so Winberg is a wiener dog. <laughs> he is totally a wiener dog. <laughs> Winnie's a wiener. Winnie's a wiener. <laughs> I don't, I don't, what, what dog is just like soft and just like doesn't do anything? Wiener dogs. Wiener dogs? Yeah. I've never had a wiener dog. I don't know. <laughs> don't know what that entails. <laughs> That is a tough it's one. Really tough. Um, I would go. How about I just give you each a player and you have to tell me? I think <laughs> Cam Atkinson would be a bulldog. Uh, maybe. Snorts a lot. <laughs> well, that, that, they didn't mean it like that. Well, I'm sorry, like what? That. What? <laughs> Who are you? We're not talking, about, met, Ryan Joe. We're not talking about Ryan Johansson here. Doobie. Calm down, bud. Sorry, I actually met Kucherov. Anyways. Uh, that's all. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how to <laughs> expand on that. I feel like uh, PLD would be like, like a Great Dane or like a Saint Bernard, something that's like super lovable but also fast like and would like maybe, maybe even like you. a pit bull because pit bulls are super oh, super yeah. fun. They're like super lovable. They're, they're, like they're, they're, they're like freaking. They're like harmless, and yeah. if you trade them right, obviously. But like they're just big old puppies. Yeah. But when they want to do something, they'll do it. Who on the team is a cat? I feel like someone has to be like a cat. Uh, York Strand, York <laughs> Strand could be a cat. Ollie for sure, dude. I don't. I don't You're totally right, like a white fluffy cat. Oh, absolutely. What a great dude, though. I I've said told said this on here multiple yeah, times, have. but I met him once, and he's just the most awkward guy. He's so funny, though. But they're having a bobblehead night for him <gasps> up in up in Cleveland because you know Cleveland. they don't do super great oh. promotions down here in Columbus. <laughs> yeah, we've oh, seen that person. <laughs> but it's in March, so if you're yeah. listening, anybody from the organization, we will gladly come in and take over your marketing department. Yeah. Same here. <laughs> we were actually we talked we had a whole episode where we talked about that, and Seeds and I agreed that like we should get into a room with you guys totally. and get drunk and just spitball ideas and, would have an and put them forth ideas. towards. The jackets. Our first ever idea is now hanging in front of in, in, in Nationwide Arena. Right. The fifth line was birthed here. And <laughs> it's conceived. It was conceived. Ooh. It was an ugly blood. No, never mind. <laughs> it was just a. It was conceived here. It was five hours of labor. Hanging for like three <laughs> sections in Nationwide Arena. It looks really pretty. Give us. Hire us, Blue Jackets. Hey, when they, the first time they hung that, did you like cry a little? I got a little choked up did when you? I walked in. Yeah. Yeah. Especially like when they did like the when they the, raised the, it during the playoffs. Yeah, the, the scissor lift. Yeah, thing. yeah, that was cool too. I got choked up too. I was in yeah. that and I was like, <laughs> I had this? no skin in the game, and I was like, <laughs> so beautiful. What are, they, 
what are these? What is this water coming out of my eyeballs? <laughs> my eyes are sweating. You guys ready for the next question? <laughs> yes. Is it a good one? Uh, is it a doozy? I mean, it's pretty good. I haven't been able to say any hot takes on this podcast. I'm really sad. Well, that's we'll, on we'll get you. We'll, we'll <laughs> figure out a hot take. All right. One here from Matt at Matt78897252. Is that his phone number? Great handle. <laughs> like, that sounds like a lot of numbers. <laughs> I don't. Why are there so many numbers? Call the number and see where it goes. Just <laughs> I don't think that's, that's <laughs> not a phone number. All right. Over <laughs> or under. I'm going to give you one, two, three, four players. Over or under on goals. I like um, this. All right. Go. So... First one, Texier, over or under 25 goals? Under. Under. Under? Yeah. I'd go over. Now nah, under, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Flip-flopper. Yeah. Well, just give me a minute. I, I, sometimes I, th- I say before I think. That's, that's all of us here. Yeah, for fair sure. enough. Uh, Ollie, Oliver Bjorkstrand, over or under 30 goals? Way under. Under, but I'm going to say... Mid twenty five, mid twenty five, mid twenties. I would say twenty five fif- is. I would mid. say fifteen. Fifteen. Okay. I guess he had, yeah. he's he had twenty two last year. With, yeah, but with it's a the new start. Year. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, I don't <laughs> see it. Uh, PLD over under thirty goals. Under, but just barely. Right on. I know that's not thirty. An answer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it should be like okay. Over under twenty nine and a half. Solid thirty. There's <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wiggling on this. Um, I'm gonna go over. I think PLD has a breakout year this year. I don't. He may have already had a breakout year in some people's yeah, eyes. But I'm he's gonna. Just, yeah, I'm gonna go over too. I'm gonna say thirty-three. All right, thirty-three goals. Thirty-three. <laughs> Cam scoring fifty this year. He's gotta start scoring though. Somebody's uh, gotta score. Cam, over or under forty goals. Under by just barely, thirty-five. 35. Or I already said what Cam was going to get. I don't remember. I don't remember. It was like... <laughs> we are not credible whatsoever. No. <laughs> <laughs> it was like... It was like... I think it was like around like 33, 34. For, I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I still don't know why people listen to us. We're just a bunch of idiots in here, man. I mean, yeah. that's really why. I think that is why. <laughs> oh. People... Okay. You're one of us. <laughs> one of us. <laughs> um, Over or under? Under. But I think he'll have more assists. Yeah. I think he'll have a higher... Point total. I gave him eighty points on the season. But like, if he if there's one game left and he still has sixty nine <laughs> points, he needs to not. He needs to not play. Right? Sit out. <laughs> Just sit out. I don't want that secondary assist right? by accident. No, I want <laughs> yeah. sixty nine points. I'm gonna yeah. go over on Cam forty goals. I think he breaks instead of tying it. I think he'll break the record this year. It'd be cool to see records broken. Yeah, they should be as the team gets older. We should be breaking records. I think so, but. To be fair, again, with the departure of some players over the summer and us having to bring up younger players, we are now, again, the youngest team in the league. Yeah. Again. But they're, at least these younger players are capable, I think. We'll see. We'll see. As long as they keep Milano out there, we're not going to do just anything. <laughs> just trade them. I love. Nobody wants him. Um, I mean, I want him. In Cleveland. In Cleveland, <laughs> but I'm afraid he'll get picked up on waivers, and they need to get something for him. They do. At least a draft pick. At least. Because we don't yeah. have any. They're gone. <laughs> They're all gone They're for gone. like two more years. Um, all right. Next question here from Hunter at Hunter BJ season. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Love to see it, baby. Love to oh, see that. That's Hunting for BJ. That gets you in front of the pod <laughs> just because of your tag, man. That's, uh, with Bob looking like a Vesna trophy finalist, can we finally give Yarmo credit for doing the right thing? Was that sarcasm? Yes. Okay. <laughs> 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 Sorry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I give credit to you on absolutely all the time. I love dumping off that con, not yeah, s- willing move. to sign that contract for a declining aging goalie. Yeah, that's a great move. Yeah, I mean, I've never like I've been a fan of Bob, but not I. I don't understand how he won two 
Vesnas. I'm still Ooh. trying to figure that out. Like, yeah. This is something that we've never really got brought up before. That's interesting. I feel like take. that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can dive into that. <laughs> the, the that's Bobcast. a whole episode. <laughs> you can come back, you can come back again. Yeah. We'll talk about Bob. Yes. Oh, I'm ready. <laughs> also, to follow that up, is cereal a soup? Uh, no. I feel like soups are hot. No, gazpacho is a soup and it's cold. Damn, you got me there. But <laughs> I don't. I cereal don't is a breakfast is. food. That. What, well, what if you eat soup for breakfast? I, I mean, I don't even. Here's eat a, here's another here's a follow up question to that: Is chili soup? Yeah, it is. Because I go to restaurants and like soup of the day sometimes is chili. And yeah, I'm it's like, in the soup section. Is it? Why like wouldn't a, it be chili? I mean, I why just, wouldn't it be soup? Because chili is chili. Chili. It's just it's ma- it's, it's it man stands soup. alone by itself. <laughs> it's man soup. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Whatever. Um. Actually, that's a good question. I'm going to think about that the is whole two hours back. To, that is a to good stow. question. No, this could just open up a whole door, a whole rabbit hole of just all types of things. So I'm going to say no. It's not a soup. Well, what else would become a soup if we said that that was a soup? I'm just speaking in terms of food in general across the board. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's. I want to say no, but is a hot dog a sandwich? No. It's a hot dog. It's a hot dog. But, but it's a piece of meat in between two buns. <laughs> <laughs> You'd like that, wouldn't you, Kyle? I'm not really <laughs> sure how to answer either. that. <laughs> All right, next question. Uh, good question, whoever you were. Hunter, something like that. We, we dug that. Uh, one here from Amelia. Wait, what was his name? I'm going to go follow him now on Twitter. <laughs> uh, Hunter at Hunter BJ Season. What a great He's now He's handle. a friend of the pod just because of just that. Just because Dude, of that. That's great. You know how I got my start in... Um, writing about the jackets at the time i was writing about the hawks but uh i created my own website and it was called everybody loves bjs and one random guy my first comment was um i came here for porn (laughs) (laughs) and left a hockey fan i love i love seeing that people (laughs) comment on our stuff and we put out our merch yeah um, oh, we always see people like, season. they think that we don't know what yeah, we do. They're like, <laughs> they'll, they'll comment on our stuff and be like, you guys didn't really think this one through, did you? I like, didn't, we actually no, did, we did, and that's why it's BJ season. And actually, <laughs> if you take a look at our bank account after we sell these shirts, <laughs> you'd understand why we do that. Right. I didn't think something through when I was the intern for the AAA Blue Jackets is when we went to Quebec City, I had to come up with a hashtag. <laughs> I came up with hashtag AAA BJ Quebec, and it turned out to be like this... <laughs> really bad hashtag <laughs> like the things that were in that yeah, hashtag and i couldn't it, it would just like take it down right. a hole. yeah and i didn't I know until that. two games in to the tournament that it was that bad and i couldn't i couldn't change yeah, at that, that point, point you, just gotta, you just gotta roll with it <laughs> i did gain a lot of new followers <laughs> they were very <laughs> suspect those are those are all your non-hockey followers you're talking about <laughs> yep they're here for the <laughs> BJ's. <laughs> I don't. That's bad. <laughs> blue jackets. Blue jackets. What are you mean? talking? Mean Nothing bad about blue jackets. <laughs> mean blue jackets. Yeah. Blue jackets are great. All right. Mean. Next question. <clears throat> One here from Amelia at Amelia JPG. Congrats on a hundred boys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank if you. you had to send three players up to Cleveland <laughs> to bring down Sherwood, <laughs> who would you send? We're sending three players just to bring down one player. Like, yeah, just hypothetically, just like uh, a trade situation. It would be so. Not I a trade would, situation. We're sending them to Cleveland. But three, four, you get what I'm saying. Okay, Milano. Milano, I I would keep Winberg here. Um, well, you have to because then he'd probably get picked up on waivers immediately. Well, let's pretend waivers don't exist. Oh, okay. <laughs> I would love if that was something we could do. <laughs> Milano, uh, Hannah Kynan, which he's gonna go back anyways. Once he deserves to be up here, he's been playing up here and he didn't 
do anything. Listen, I'm going to need you to shut your mouth. Okay. Your filthy <laughs> whore mouth. You do not shut besmirch it. the name of Marcus Hannah. You sound Cannon. like everybody in my mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Good. You deserve yeah. it in this exact moment. <laughs> I don't know. My third I say one. we just each, each give one. Just I, one. I say Milano. Milano. Yeah. Milano for sure would. I said you it on the artillery count Friday night. To Cleveland right now. Right now? In exchange. In no waivers? To send Milano. No waivers. Milano. Or to bring... Uh, Milano for... But, but yeah, because I want Sherwood... Uh, Biasly, I want Sherwood to succeed. <laughs> oh, me too. I think we all I'm of Columbus super, wants him to succeed. Super biased. Well, when you've covered a kid since he was like 16. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool to see. It's nice to see him grow and change. Last season was a little rough because there were times when I'd be like, you know better. <laughs> all right. Last question from Lil underscore Boomer hey. at Little Boomer CBJ, friend of the pod. Lil Boomer. Lil Boomer. Only five games in, and we can see things starting to click a little better each game. The D pairings look like the right set right now. I mean, it got us a dub. <laughs> I think Warinsky and Jones on the same line is a good choice, and I take I I'll eat crow on that because I said it was a bad choice. It's I think still it's, bad. I don't know. Well, or, if one of them would play like an actual defender, it would be fine. But they play. <laughs> I like her. <laughs> yeah, I like <laughs> Elaine a lot. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> I'm glad I'm not the only one that sees him turning it over all the time. Anyways. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I like I like him. Oh, I every, do agree. You and everybody else. I, Wait, I, do I like him, but I, I think. I do agree that he has his moments of weakness. Yeah. Mostly. As does every player. They just need to be separated. They just need to be separated. It just, you can't have, you said so it, the past, top hold on, heavy. The it's past two top games. Top heavy. The past two games that we've won, have they been paired together? Uh yeah, no, the first game that we won against the Sabres, they were paired. They together. were paired, but they weren't paired together last night. I thought they were. They mixed up the pairings during the night. Did they? Because when I looked throughout over, the night? yeah, okay. throughout the night, I. Yeah, well, what people don't know about me yeah, is. is I watch three hundred hockey games a season. That's a lot. <laughs> I watch all the Jackets games. It's more than I watch. It's I watch about. 40. Well, I can't. I can't. <laughs> At least you're honest. <laughs> well, and as a beat reporter, I can't say where the monster player is going to fit on the team if I don't know how that team is doing. So I don't sleep to That's give you true. guys good, good quality content. Yeah, we're here for your content. <laughs> um, <laughs> continuing with his, it's a two. It's a two tweet question. This is a long two one. tweeter. Uh, the rookies are starting to mesh. The captain is possessed right now. <laughs> he is. Dude, <laughs> he is. really is, man. I'm glad I'm not the only one, not, or only one noticing that. Yeah, it's, like noticing that. it's like that scene in Beetlejuice. I don't know. Have you guys seen that movie? Yeah, yeah. When they're at dinner and... They all start singing. They all start singing Deo. <laughs> like, that's exactly what it's like, except a little bit more aggressive. Way more aggressive. Uh, PLD looks like a seasoned veteran so far, which I would 100% agree with. Is there a more important player on the team this year than PLD? I think yes. Corpusalo. Yeah. Uh, well, okay. Goaltending. Uh, goaltending Putting I the obvious go, yeah. aside, yes. Oh, fine. Um, no, David I think. <laughs> you mean that? I actually really mean that. Really? Yeah. Right. You got to put him with someone, though, who is not, <laughs> not going to turn over the puck. <laughs> I think him and Nudavara make a good pairing. Yeah, I, li I like that. I like that pairing. I do, too. Um, I, would, I would say PLD is important, but um, we honestly are going to go as cam goes um cam is our he's our best scorer he's infectious historically too. he is so we we have to do something to get him scoring again or else we're not going to do well this season i feel like cam comes and he comes and goes like he's overall he's a great player and he's always going to be a great player 
but he's very he's kind of streaky. I feel yeah. like historically, and well, he's also was quiet for a little bit there. He was. So I'm like I said, I go back to what I said earlier in the podcast. I'm not worried at all about Cam. He'll find his. He'll, mojo. He will. He'll be great. Mm-hmm. I think not that, worried about it. I think he's the most important player on this team. Yeah. Besides Corpusello. I mean, honestly, anyone who can score will be the most important player. On this <laughs> team. And that, but exactly, and he tied the record last year for goals in a season. That's our guy. We mm-hmm. have to get him going. Yeah, maybe having Rick Nash there, in front of his face, will be like, oh, that's my goal. Maybe they should do that. Just set him up behind the goals <laughs> and be like, "This is who you want to be." Uh, this is yeah. <laughs> we just got a couple of oh, questions. I mean, there. Are, they good, are they good? Are they good questions? I'll do one more. There's yeah. Um, well, this one's a two-parter. Um, what is it with these two-part questions? <laughs> they, they don't want to tweet twice. I guess they just I, like all the questions. No, I love it. They just like <laughs> they go big. They go big or go home. All right, do. here's two questions. Do you think that the monsters have a strong enough team to win the Calder this season? Yes. Okay, next <laughs> second cool. part of that question. <laughs> how many games, how many points do you think they'll have at the end of the year? Oh, are they are they a top of the division team or are they going to squeak in and make a run? I So a lot of this depends on the jackets, honestly. If they start calling up players, I think we're going to squeak in. If they don't start calling up players, they're going to be like top 2. I don't know if they'll be one. I don't think they'll be one because our division like the Metro is very tough. So, because we have uh, Toronto, Syracuse, we have some big heavy hitters. Because that's the Maple Leafs and the obviously the Lightning. But oh, I yeah. think they Absolutely. have it in them. Coach Eves really is bringing a whole new energy. It's the energy that the team has. I haven't seen anything like it from them since the creation of the Monsters. So I I'm here I, for yeah. it. Yeah, I love to see. I mean, I would argue we have one of the best farm teams, I think, in the league. Um, we have for a while. Think about back to Warinsky when they won the Calder the last time. Yeah, that was that whole team. That was a stacked team. That was that's a pretty stacked much, that's team. Almost well, Warinsky was right only now. there for like, what, um, not even a month? <laughs> yeah. He's, and he ended yeah. up leading the league as a defender mm. for either in playoffs or regular season for something. And I was yeah. like, the kids only been here for like a month. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. I, I'm excited. We're gonna stay young. We this team has always been young, and I think they're gonna stay young. And that's comes straight out of Cleveland because there's so many good players down there or up there, excuse me. Um, that you know, Torts and Yarmo have the pick really most of the time. Like we talked about Wolanski earlier, um, Dalpy, um, Andrew Peak. Even I, I can see guys like that coming up and making a difference because those are guys that grind. That's that's what the yeah. team is. It's a grinding team in Columbus, and that's the guys that we have in Cleveland. But I think Columbus needs to change their identity slightly. They need to be a combo team. They need to be like the. Mm, they need to be like the Bruins. <laughs> Is that was that? <clears throat> what was that? What team did you just say there? The Bruins. Bruins. Oh. Bruins. Okay. Because I they have it. they have some really good scorers yeah. and playmakers, and the league is changing too. So yeah. like you can't just rely. If, wholeheartedly on being blue collar granted that is kind of why our Philly identity <laughs> hasn't done well <laughs> yeah and that's a good point i've always been a fan of the blue collar mentality and i've I even, love brought, it. It, I I've even brought it up on podcasts even recently like are we kind of lacking that as a team now but um, i think we should keep do, that identity no, I think just add to it yeah i think there definitely has to be a healthy mixture of both mm-hmm. within a team but yes, yes. all right we rambled on long enough i think yeah that's uh we meant to make this like an hour-long podcast i think we're well over 
We're probably close to uh, two. Hour 30 right now. Sorry, guys. I'm chatty. No, you're good. We're, we're <laughs> happy been, to have you. You've been great. You yeah. drove all the way from Cleveland. You're allowed to talk as long as you want. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, no, seriously, Elaine, thanks for coming on. We thanks appreciate it. Me. We'll make you a, uh, a regular, you know, yes. whenever, whenever, whenever you're in town, you want to talk yes. monsters or anything. I will come down. Let us know. But we appreciate it. Thank it's only you. two hours. It's not a bad drive. It's not yeah, too it's bad. Not too it's bad. not bad. Once yeah. I get After past I drove all the... go to the cupcake place. Yes, I can go to the cupcake. <laughs> Coco's. After yeah. I drove to Washington, <laughs> Washington State, um, yeah. any drive to me is like, oh, that's quick. Right. It could be like a six-hour drive. Oh, that's nothing. When I moved to Oregon, I drove there from Columbus. Yeah. I took the southern route. So I went through like Arizona. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because well, it was the middle of winter. I'm not going to drive through Minnesota or that's like a good point. the yeah, middle of the that country. That adds like an extra 20 hours. Yeah. Well, I made stops. <laughs> 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 I made stops. <laughs> you know, I saw some family in Arizona. Yeah. Okay, I watched the Coyotes versus <laughs> the Blue Jackets. Wow. I made that's stops. impressive. But nine hours a day driving. So yeah, yeah two a, hours is like, eh. I mean, I drive six hours to get Chinese food. So. <laughs> Elaine, before we before we get off here, go ahead and drop whatever you want to drop. Twitter handle, whatever. Um, yeah, you can follow me at I am a rain dancer. I am a rain dancer. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell that out. Um, I if you follow me, just be warned. I don't just talk about sports. Yeah. I talk about literally everything and everything. But if you if you see me around, just say hi to me. Whatever. For sure. And according to your bio, Jigglypuff is your spirit animal. Yeah, because, I mean, I don't know too much about Pokemon, but Jigglypuff sang people to sleep and then wrote on their face. So That's just who you are. That's just who I am as a person. That's all we need to know right there. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, Hey, before we get going, we got to talk about High Bank Distillery. Uh, If you're going to drink spirits, drink local. Support High Bank's partnership with the Columbus Blue Jackets by ordering High Bank Spirits next time you are at the arena. They're located right by the cannon outside of section 111-112. Sometimes we're there during the games too, during the first intermission, so come by and touch our butts. Don't say that to Michael Neff. We've d- yeah, we've true. bailed on him like well, twice hey, now. When you go to the game and if you do want to see us by the cannon, tweet us first and we'll tell Please. you if we're there. Yeah, send us a Wait, DM. are you really <laughs> touching people's butts? If, yeah, we welcome it. <laughs> we Our butts have been touched many times. When we ask people to come up and touch our butts, they just come up and touch our butts, and we're all f- we're here for it. Um, it's consensual. We do. It's consensual. We do not consider it sexual harassment. C- continue so, with. All your right. <laughs> anyways, uh, anyways, so long story short, support High Bank Distillery. Uh, also, if you're going to any games around town or going to any concerts, whatever, uh, SeatGeek.com or download the SeatGeek mobile application. It's a third party ticketing app, one of the best out there on the market. Use our code CBJ. You get twenty dollars off your first time purchase with SeatGeek. Also, hit us with that five-star review on iTunes. Tell us that you love us. And, of course, we have some dope merch available at shoptheartillery.com. Go buy all that. Support us so we can be drunk during our podcast all the time. Right? It was a lot. Yeah. That was I hope lot. everybody was taking notes. <laughs> everybody got that. I will quiz you all next week on what I just said there. All right. I can't wait. Okay. Uh, Little Boomers, thanks for listening to episode 100. Yeah, LVR Artillery Podcast. Popping bottles. Popping bottles literally today. Um, <laughs> we'll see you Wednesday for episode 101. Peace. Bye.